0: welcome to the Roto grinders morning grind podcast i'm your host Stevie tpfl it's wednesday it is september 22nd it's 2021 and we have 10 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate thank you to grant for hosting the last couple days um had some family stuff and um you know decided to take a couple of days off and I don't, I don't ever do that so hey i'm allowed to do it every once in a while. I'm joined today by my good buddy, uh, Will Priester, Chief Justice of 06. What's happening, Will?
1: Nothing much, man. Glad to be on. MLB season is coming to a close in terms of the regular season. Playoffs will be back, and uh, it's definitely time. Definitely time.
0: Oh, yeah, it's time. I mean, like, I, man, NASCAR is rolling. We're in the playoffs. We're getting, like – these next like four or five races are like a sweet spot for me. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for where like DFS is over the next month, month and a half. So, I mean, baseball playoff, baseball is always fun because you really, you've been studying stuff all year and you know, just, you know, what to really look for. Everybody's playing for everything. I mean, we're in, like football week three. Now we got some more data to look at from week one and two, and people are still going to overreact to stuff, and I mean, it's just, it's just fun. We're at that time of the year where it's just fun to play DFS, for sure, man. Definitely fun, definitely
1: exciting. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to roll. All, all sports going to converge at once, and I, you know, NHL will be rolling, basketball will be rolling, MLB playoffs, NFL midseason, like it's, it's going to be
0: so much fun. College football's going. Anyway, it's just it's just like I said, it's a it's a fun time to be playing some DFS. So um I mean prize picks too. Like prize picks had some really good prize picks last night too with the football game. And like I need Jamal Williams to be out there in that that garbage time receiving yards over Dion um Swift. So I mean it's just fun. Let's talk some baseball, though, Will. That's what people want it. us to talk about. We got ten games today. Um, a lot to talk about. You know, make sure you guys are paying attention. We're not going over weather. We're not going over any pitching changes or anything like that. We're looking at the slate first look, like we always do. We got Baltimore at Philadelphia. This game has an eight total. Philadelphia a minus three hundred favorite. We got Keegan Aiken going up against Zach Wheeler. Um, talk to me about Keegan Aiken here. Any interests? Nope. Yeah, I mean, I'm just out. The Orioles, <laughs> they're 48 and 102. Uh, they're not playing for anything at this point. They're just <laughs> rolling these guys out there. Um, I, I mean, and like, yeah, no, uh, this is a this is an easy pass for me. On the other hand, the Phillies are playing for something. Baltimore is losing the DH in this game, so it's gonna be a weaker lineup for Zach Wheeler. I mean, he's 10 4. But I think he's up there as probably the top pitcher on the slate with with Bueller pitching in cores. I think we just Zach Wheeler is the, the number one guy today. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, should be able to to uh, handle this Baltimore team. I mean, it's been pretty good or, or stellar, shall I say, all season. I don't really expect anything to change tonight.
0: Um, any bats here on the Baltimore side? No.
1: I'm, I'm not playing Baltimore today. Mm-mm.
0: yeah this is a it's fast for me i mean the other side the philly side of this game like i said they're, they're playing for something and we're at that time of the baseball season where it matters uh, i mean we're going to be looking at like who's playing for stuff who's not when we look at this Phillies team against lefties i mean there's one guy that like always stands out to me anytime this team's facing the lefties 3800 it's andrew mccutcheon what are your thoughts here on philly
1: Love Philly. i played Philly two days in a row now. I've gotten absolutely no production. Probably going to make it three in a row because, of course, you know what happens if I hop off this train today. They just go (laughs) out and score 12 runs, and then I'm frustrated. I'm absolutely going to be playing Philly because they owe me big time.
0: (laughs) I mean, even if they don't owe you, this is a good spot. The stack's not going to look sexy on paper. But, I mean, the matchup is good. Keegan Aiken is someone that is very hittable, especially for these righties. Um, I mean, this is a good ballpark, too. So, we move on. We got Texas at New York. We got uh, Hearn going up against Corey Kluber in this game. Uh, This game currently at 8.5, and and the Yankees are a 150 favorite. Uh, Any interest here in Taylor Hearn? And I,
1: it's really weird dealing with the Yankees. Like, I do feel like Taylor Hearn could go out and get some strikes. Um, how many runs is he going to give up along the way is a question. At 5,100, though, Stevie, against the Yankees, I'm actually willing to roll the dice a little bit. This is deep tournament stuff, though. Definitely wouldn't put him in my single entry. But, it, you know, if I'm, I'm rolling out – I think if I was rolling out 20
0: teams, I'd put him on two. I mean, that's two more than I'll have him today. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I get the, the strikeout upside. This guy, he gives up so much hard contact to righties. This lineup is just going to eat him alive. There's going to be so many righties here. This game's in Yankee Stadium. Um, I'm going to pass on Hearn today. I get it. He's 5K. He could go out and maybe get five or six strikeouts. I just.
1: That's all it is. It's 5K. You know, I don't really want. It's, if he was like 6,500, x but
0: Corey Kluber on the other side of this game, 82 and then 95 in pitches in his last two games. It doesn't look like this is going to be an opener type situation anymore. It sounds like, I mean, 95 pitches is probably what we see here. He's nine K, but he gets a Texas team that just stinks. I mean, this lineup stinks. They don't walk, they strike out. They don't have any power outside of Garcia Calhoun's back. He's a good hitter when he's healthy. What are your thoughts here on Corey Kluber?
1: Yeah, I think that was the big thing. I think you touched on all the important items. The, big, the main thing for me was when was the pitch count going to get closer to 100? And, you know, we've seen – and we've basically seen a gradual uptick though. Um, so I I like where he's at, you know, 68 on the 30th, 78 on the 5th, 82, 95. I think we're there. So I uh, love Corey Kluber here, uh, professional pitcher at its finest, may not have the stuff like he used to, but he's going to find ways to get it done. I absolutely like him at 9K
0: against this Texas team. It's hard not to like him. I mean, you're still on the fence, right? Let's just be honest. We're still on the fence when it comes to Corey Kluber because we know how talented he is. He's not as talented as – I mean, okay, he's still talented. He's just not as good as he was, you know, three or four years ago. I mean, we're all getting older. Um, So, I I think he's in play. It's really going to be like – kind of looking in this range there's a guy like i like joe ryan we'll talk about him when we get there and i think kluber throws like has the potential to throw maybe more innings and more pitches than joe ryan so i mean we'll we'll get to a couple guys that are like kind of like fringe plays and i think kluber is a fringe play Uh, i mean he's almost the same price as chris sale but uh, it's really tough to say like what we're gonna look at for chris sale i do think he'll throw more pitches so um, I mean, I think Kluber's in play, like, at the end of the day. Um, I'm not playing any Texas bats. I mean, the Yankees' bullpen's really good. This, nobody here just excites me at all.
1: Zero Texas bats. Not doing it. Um, forget about it.
0: Uh, I think the Yankees are one of the top stacks on the slate. This is a great spot. They're at home. Um you're going to get lefty-lefty matchups for Rizzo and Gallo, and they're so cheap, and people aren't going to play them because it's lefty-lefty. So play those guys. I mean, the Yankees are just way too cheap today. They're way, 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 way too cheap today. I mean, yeah, they're
1: like uh, how the White Sox were for the for that little stretch <laughs> where you'd pull up the app, and you're like, wait a minute, Elo Jimenez is 3,700 again today? What's happening? Right. And that's kind of what's going on with Rizzo. He's been in this weird sub 4k range i mean he's gonna mess around and and get the new michael brantley role here so uh rizzo's a guy i almost feel like you can play every day at these prices so i'm with you in on the yankees i do still like taylor Hearn for what it's worth but i but these prices on the yankees it's like with with the cheap yankees it it almost cancels out me having to play taylor Hearn. so I, i i like i like it
0: all right, we got the Mets and the Red Sox. It sounds like it's going to be Tajon Walker against Chris Sale. Nine total Red Sox, a 180 favorite in this game. I mean, both these teams are really playing for something. Mets, they're they're crawling to try to stay in it. The Red Sox are like, I mean, this is a three-way, just absolute slugfest in the AL East right now between the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, and the Yankees. And the Rays are just like, hi. Remember us at the beginning of the year when we were winning a lot? Yeah, that we're still doing that. I mean, what an what an incredible division! Um, three or four teams over eighty wins um, right now. So it's just crazy. Um, any interest here in Tajon Walker? No, ne- zero interest. Yeah, I mean the Red Sox—they're getting healthy. Uh, I mean, you know this lineup is. You're you're facing Schwarber, Bogarts, Devers, JD, Verdugo, right here. Boom, boom, boom. Top of this order. It's a tough lineup. He walks people. This team's patient. They'll walk. Um, I, I mean, this for me, it's a pass on Tajon Walker today, and then Chris Sale. I already kind of said it. I think he goes ninety, right at like ninety to ninety-five pitches here. He came back from the COVID list through seventy-nine pitches. Had five pretty clean innings against Baltimore. Didn't dominate them. He only had one strikeout. It's just really. Do you think he has the ceiling to compete with some of the other guys in this price range?
1: Yeah, and, and here's the crazy part: if Sale comes out that last start in 79 pitches and picks up five more K's, if he gets to six, that's another 15 points. Steve, he's at 20 28 fantasy points. I mean, just just insane. So. I, uh, I, or, well, no, not 28. Sorry. I forgot. Uh, draft score is a little bit different, but either way, like if he picks up those Ks, that score is pretty much almost double. So I, I love sale here at 9,600. You know, if he comes out and dominates the, Met, the Mets, if he goes six innings, eight Ks, and it's pretty clean. I mean, that's going to be a fantastic start, especially if he gets the
0: win. Um. Yeah, it's hard not to, like, sail. It really is. I mean, he's definitely in play here. Mets, bats, I got nothing.
1: Absolutely nothing.
0: I mean, sure, you can take shots on Baez and Alonzo. They have a ton of power against lefties. But oh, Baez is going to strike at least three times this this game. <laughs> I mean, if Alonzo makes contact, it would be really good contact. He's a, he's a fly ball hitter. Chris Sale's a ground ball pitcher. So it would be a good contact if Alonzo hits the ball, but, I mean, you're just playing them as, like, super contrarian options. Boston on the other side of this game, I think they're super stackable here. This lineup, I guess, like I was talking about when I was talking about Tajon Walker, it's a healthy lineup. Tajon Walker is a guy that gives up a lot of hard contact to both lefties and righties. I think the heart of this order is very much in play.
1: Absolutely, man. And, you know, don't forget about my boy Hunter Renfro. Uh, He should absolutely smash in this spot, so really like him.
0: All right, we're moving on. We got Minnesota at Chicago. No total in this game. It's the night before. It's Wrigley. We got Joe Ryan, Kyle Hendricks. We'll always check before we get rolling what the weather is looking like. We're looking to get 14 to 18-mile-an-hour winds blowing dead straight into home plate from center field. Uh, I mean, you couldn't ask for better pitching weather if you're (laughs) trying to play Joe Ryan. I mean, you're getting Joe Ryan against a weak Cubs lineup. You're getting a guy that's like a talented prospect. And I mean, this dude was in the Nelson Cruz trade. He's talented. I I mean, for a fly ball pitcher with this wind, I'm going to be playing way too much Joe Ryan today
1: get it, man. I mean, like you talked about, the guy's talented. Um, and then he gets a, a, a pretty um, a beatable matchup. Let me say that. A matchup that's beatable, especially in, in terms of the K department. I mean, you know, if we look at some of his uh, most recent starts, you know, we'll see that, hey, he's he's got some stuff, right? It, you know, can, can he put it together in this spot? I think he can. He's had at least uh, five strikeouts in two of his three starts and uh, the last start, he only went 67 pitches. So I I think he can get the job done at 8,200. He's absolutely on my list uh, because I do think in this spot, he can get 20 to 25 fantasy points. He's on the list. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I already said He's somebody I'm going to be watching for prize picks uh, just just in case, and, and I hope they aren't listening. So don't adjust these lines, Brett. Brett, is part one of the lines makers over there. Brett, do not adjust these lines. But the the younger pitchers, they're a little bit slower to catch up to their, their upside. Like we got um, on yesterday's slate, we had Rogers from uh, Washington. They're playing Miami, I think. And his over-under fantasy point total is like 22 fantasy points. Facing Miami with a pretty long leash. So that just felt like a slam dunk. And, of course, he 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 pretty much doubled that output. So I'm really going to be watching Ryan tomorrow on the prize pick streets to see where he comes in. He comes in anywhere in the low 20s fantasy points. Just hammer the over.
0: Uh, the other side, Kyle Hendricks, I mean, it's not like the Twins lineup is great. Kyle Hendricks is not um, a, a huge ceiling guy. If he was a little bit cheaper, I think I could be like, oh, I can use him as an SP two. Just get some, you know, with this wind, he's not going to like kill me in this spot. But I mean, I just don't see myself using him here.
1: Not doing it. But he is getting
0: getting closer to be usable at seventy five hundred. I will say that. All right. Um, bats in this game. Anything on the twins that you like?
1: The lefties. I, I've I've been trying to attack Hendricks
0: with lefties, so. Uh,
1: Arriès, Polanco, Kepler—they're in the lineup. You know, those are guys I'm for sure going to
0: be interested in. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't like the wind situation. I think the wind and Wrigley being this—like, if it, it, like, we'll have to see what Kevin Roth has to say. Definitely check Weather Edge, um, you know, to see like comparable. I, I mean. I wouldn't be shocked if we see like a 50 to 60% decrease in home runs with this type of wind and Wrigley. Wind plays a huge factor in this ballpark. Uh, as far as the yeah. Cubs go, I mean, Wisdom is okay. I think his prices come down a lot, but I mean, there's a lot of cheap bats on the slate. The slate, the pricing on the slate is very soft.
1: Yes. I'm with you 100%. I, I think, you know, if you're taking a shot, it's definitely with the power guys. Contreras is cheap enough at 3800 So is Ian Happ. But I'm not getting tricked into a Cubs stat. So uh, same old Cubs, same old Lions. I, I'm just – I'm avoiding them.
0: All right. Moving on, we got St. Louis at Milwaukee. Miles Miklos against um, – it sounds like it's going to be Brett Anderson no total in this game. I think they're probably waiting to see who's going to pitch here for the Brew Crew. Uh it's supposed to be Brett Anderson, but I mean, Vegas always waits. Uh any interest here in Miles Mikolas? No. He's been terrible
1: since coming back.
0: I mean, for me both of these pitchers, I'm just out. Um yeah. I mean, it's not like either one of these offenses are like super like scary, but I mean Miles Mikolas like you said he's been terrible. Brent Anderson has a 13% K rate on the season. He's coming back from the IL. I just, I mean, this is an easy pass spot for both of these guys. Brent Anderson, 7,900. 7,900. <laughs> uh, I mean. What's up with that? He beats St. Louis. Um, yeah. Cardinals. I mean, I love the Cardinals bats They Well, I love the pricing on these guys. O'Neal, Arenado. I mean, these guys have plenty of upside against a guy like Anderson.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, and, and really, Steve, just to be quite honest with you, I love both sides of this game. You know, you, you talked about the Cardinals. I, you know, I'm in on Yadier. Uh, I like Harrison Bader as well. Like he's he's got a lot of pop or enough pop against the lefties to do some damage. In fact, if I had a sneaky home run call off this team, it would actually be him. So, as a, in terms of a sneaky home run call, so I'm with you. Love the Cardinals. Also love the Brewers
0: equally. All right, uh, yeah, I'm with you on the Brewers. I like the Cardinals' pricing better, but, I mean, I think that will also – we'll also see, like, lower ownership on a team like um, Milwaukee because the Cardinals' pricing is so – I mean, they, like, the Yankees are so cheap, too. It, it's just, like, the, there's a good chance those guys are going to be lower owned here. So, All right, Dodgers and Rockies in cores. Walker Buehler, Herman Marquez, um, 10.5 total the The Dodgers are a one ninety favorite in this game. I mean Walker Bueller he's really good and he's ninety eight hundred he's under ten k He's going into course. It's just i mean it's just really about I think taking chances here I mean, I could see going both sides here. I could see playing Bueller and I could see stacking against Bueller because I mean he's just so talented, but it's also course,
1: yeah, absolutely. you know I'm probably gonna stick with the former. And, um, you know, use Bueller to, to attack the Rockies, but all in all, of course, has kind of been a stairway. Uh, I wish Herman, Herman Marquez was pitching a little bit better recently. Um, I still probably would not have played him against the Dodgers, but, but in terms of Walker Bueller at 98, I mean he, he's another one that's on the list. He isn't my favorite pitcher. Um, I definitely think Ryan is probably going to to fit that bill uh, in terms of that range like the under 10 K range, um, and then Wheeler at the top. But, um, I think for tournaments, you can absolutely play him, but I, I don't think he's a better player than Wheeler today at all.
0: Um, all right, let's talk bats here. Um, I mean, the Dodgers, Marquez is a good pitcher, but I mean, the Dodgers are in course, they're expensive, but I mean, if you have the money, you're trying to get this team today.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Corey Seager at 4,300 is just that's, – that's an issue, right? Like, he shouldn't be that cheap. Um, you know, if Chris Taylor's back, he's 37. Gavin Lux is playing, he's 28. So, th- there's a cheap value to try to get this team in. I do think a lot of people will be playing yet again. So, I'm probably going to take the fade. But I, I definitely understand the validity of taking this caliber of a team in Coorsfield.
0: Uh and then the Rockies, I mean Walker Bueller is a fantastic pitcher. Um but I mean the Rockies are cheap in cores and they're going to be loaned and they're cheap. I mean the Rockies yeah. are cheap in cores and they're going to be loaned. Uh, I mean hard not to have, you know, slight interest here.
1: Yeah, I get it. I I don't, I don't think I'm going to get all the way there, but that's but that's also because I'm fading just cores in general. Um but um, I, I definitely understand the impact that the Rockies could make if you stack against Bueller because th- they're not going to have is anywhere near the ownership of the Dodgers.
0: All right, moving along here, we got four more games. We got Houston at LA taking on the Angels. Uh, nine and a half total in this game. The Astros are a minus two hundred favorite. Garcia against Junk. Uh, any interest here in Luis Garcia?
1: Yeah, a little bit. No, I don't like the price. I, I want to play him, but at yeah, 10K, I mean,
0: gosh. You gotta, sh- you gotta shop him around. Maybe he's cheaper run Yahoo or FanDuel or something. But I mean, this price on DraftKings, you're just trying to get Walker Bueller at that point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I will say this. This lineup stinks.
1: Yeah, this it's lineup,
0: it has it has eight guys in the projected lineup like that have strikeout rates over 20%. Against yeah. right handed pitching this season. I, I mean, probably
1: over 25, Steve. Yeah, that's what I looked at today. I yeah, mean, means, yeah.
0: Fletcher Fletcher has a low strikeout rate and he keeps the whole average down a little bit. But I mean, average wise, 25%, 6.8% walk rate. Uh, there's just no, I mean, outside of Otani and, and, and Walsh, this team just has no power and they strike out at very high clips. So. If you can find Garcia or even if you want to play Garcia as like a very contrarian option that is where you potentially play him but I mean you got to you got to shop around you got to see if there's um any cheaper spots that you can get him here And yeah. then Junk on the other side I mean he's facing Houston uh, I mean there's at this point <laughs> like you guys know like the, the Houston team the top of this order just doesn't strike out this guy, he's thrown a couple starts now, and he really struggles against righties. They have a lot of right-handed power in this lineup. Um, he's not going to go deep into the game. Uh, I mean, uh, this this spot just kind of tells you no, really fast.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm not touching Jason Junk throwing junk against the Astros.
0: Oh, will hard jokes. <laughs> we got a dad jokes. talk to me talk to me about these Houston bats what do you like here for them today
1: well the main thing Steve is who's going to be sitting out because if if we keep getting scenarios where they're sitting some of their you know more popular players we keep ending up with Syria 2k and you know Chaz McCormick and all these other guys so I think that's kind of what I want to do just see um what the lineup looks like I think Michael Brantley's still going to be out um, which he, he's never really expensive anyway, but you can just build. Excuse me, everybody. Sorry about that. You can build such quality lineups uh, with this team with all the pieces or, or interesting pieces that they have. I will say this. I probably would not build a lineup without Kyle Tucker on this slate, though. He would be a, definitely a, 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 a centerpiece uh, against against Jason Johnson.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, Houston's definitely in play here. I don't, um, I don't mind them in this spot. And then on the Angels side, I mean, you can play Otani anytime you want, but overall, um, not a ton of interest in this team. Oh yeah. I'm not playing the Angels. Forget it. All right. We got Atlanta at Arizona. Ian Anderson against Merrill Kelly. And this one, nine total. The Braves are 190 favorites. Um Ian Anderson. Talk to me about him. I mean, the Atlanta Braves, they're in a I mean, they're in a battle too with the Phillies and the Mets. They're trying to win the NL East and make the playoffs. I mean.
1: I think if it the, ended today, we would get in, if I'm not mistaken.
0: You're in right now. Yep. I yeah. think they're three games up on the Phillies. Um, the Cardinals out of nowhere got are like they're in that second wild card spot right now um yeah with whoever i mean whoever doesn't win the nl west is in like they've already clinched i mean it's they're in the giants (laughs) and the dodgers one of those teams is in you can't you can't like catch them i mean they've won so many games at this point you can't catch it's incredible too incredible really been calling the giants all year it does not shock me whatsoever anyway um talk to me about ian anderson here will
1: yeah, I mean, Ian's man. I I think he's going to be really good long term, or at least, or at least as a Braves fan, I hope so. Um, you know, and and he's pitched fine this season. Uh, if if you're in the old school stats, he's got, old school stats, he's got a three point seven nine ERA, uh, which isn't isn't too bad. But I, Arizona is is a pesky team sometimes. And I think what you have to hope is his past two starts. Two starts, he's got nine Ks and seven Ks. But in that San Francisco start, he gave up four runs. Can he? Can he not give up the runs and still get the Ks? He's given up four, two, fours. So it's kind of coming back uh, off that little, you know, uh, I guess brief stint he had there for, between February and a little over a month. So I, I like him. I don't love him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of where I'm at. I'm I'm right there with you. Like, I want to see what ownership looks like in this range because there's a few options that we've talked about um, that are definitely in play here. My biggest concern when you're facing a team like Arizona, I mean, they're pesky. They walk a lot. They don't strike out a lot. They don't have a ton of power. So it's all about BABIP. And Ian Anderson's a dude that struggles with walks. So, I mean, there's concerns. There's definitely yeah. concerns the upside's there the, the upside's certainly there um the upside's not there for Merrill Kelly <laughs> this is a this is a pass spot for me
1: yeah I'm not playing Merrill man <laughs> just
0: forget about it um at, Atlanta bats what do you like here for Atlanta?
1: yeah I mean just let's just keep going back to the Freddie Freeman well here or hey so there's another one they don't want to price up Stevie's 3800. It's like they're they're making you play Soler and Freeman here. Adam Duvall's got power. Eddie Rosario, man, you know uh, Eddie Rosario is another another guy. Like twenty nine hundred, if he cracks the lineup, fire him up. Like this, I mean, this team is very affordable. Uh, The only five k guys we have right now are Freeman, Albie's, Uh, even Austin Riley is priced down to forty four hundred again. When when he was kind of in that. uh, uh, lower 5k range. So I love the Braves in this spot, man. Fantastic.
0: uh Arizona on the other side. I mean, I don't have a ton of interest here. They're not really a stackable team most days for me. I will say Kettle Marte. If you can find him cheap, he's priced back up on DraftKings. If you want to use a one-off here, I don't hate it, but overall, I don't love this spot.
1: Yep. I'm with you. Love Marte. um You know, I do kind of like Padman Smith because he doesn't strike out a light either. But uh overall just just to pass.
0: All right, um Seattle at Oakland. Chris Flexen, Cole Irvin, eight and a half total athletics, a so 135 favorites. Any interest here in Flexen? Talk no. about talk about like a series that matters. This series crazy enough matters so much. Both of these teams are like battling right now. Um Doing everything they can, but I mean, not not. I mean, the Blue Jays and the Yankees. It's just the AL is crazy this year. So many good teams and so many bad teams. uh Anyway, Flex and you said no. I'm with you on that. Cole Irvin's price is is super interesting. I mean, if you're if you're trying to stack up like the Dodgers and cores, and you you just need somebody that's super cheap and you want to roll the dice on Cole Irvin. I'm not going to be the one that's going to talk you out of it. Um, (laughs) You got to, You got to. I think you got to see too. Right. Cause like Seattle has been rolling out these like super heavy, like left-handed heavy lineups. So, I mean, if he gets a ton of lefties in here, I have way more interest too.
1: Yeah. I think the thing for me is, between Cole Irvin and uh, guys, at, uh, Taylor Hearn, I still feel like Taylor Hearn has more upside. It's so that's that that's going to stop me, I think, from from wanting to play him. But um, all in all, I, I I totally understand it.
0: Um, all right, Seattle bats. I mean, Hanegar is super expensive, but this is a great spot for him.
1: Yeah, uh, don't hate that. Really, this team is expensive outside of kind of the bottom of the order. Like, you know, uh, Seekers, 49. Ty Francis, 5K. You know, the, you, you got to play to get some of these bigger bats. So I don't think I want to stack Seattle, but I also don't want to play Cole Urban.
0: Um, Oakland,
1: any interest here? One-offs, Chapman, Olsen, um, just guys that have power. That, that's kind of where where I am with Oakland.
0: Um, and I mean, I'm with you, I think it's just they're so expensive. This ballpark and everything. It's yeah, it's so hard to love games out in Oakland. I mean, it's it's still like it's in the sixties, and it's just the ballpark's not great, it's not the like best hitting conditions or anything like that. It just I don't know. I just I can't do it. <laughs> San Francisco at San Diego. We finished it out with Casimir against Val Velasquez. Um, <laughs> a couple years ago, man, this has been a pitching battle. But I mean, it has a seven and a half total, and the Padres are a one thirty favorite. Um, Scott Casimir, fifty nine hundred. Uh, he's just not going to pitch deep, man. They just they're they're not, they're kids gloves, kids gloves.
1: Right. Yep. Not playing Casimir here. Uh, and the, the, but I can go ahead and sum this up, Steve. I'm not playing Vince Velasquez either.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. Um, I'm playing the Giants' bats, they're expensive. Nobody's playing them today. Nobody is gonna play San Francisco at these prices today. But I mean, it's just a team that keeps hitting, they just keep hitting. They're low-owned almost every single night. Uh, I mean, Vincent Velasquez has a high walk rate. He gives up a ton of fly balls. He gives up a ton of hard contact. He gives up power to both sides and he doesn't generate hardly any soft contact whatsoever. Like sign me up here. Like sign me up. They're going to be low owned. sign me up. Give me, give me the giants here.
1: Yeah. I'm in on the giants. That was absolutely, absolutely going to be a team that, you know, I wanted to discuss facing Vince Velasquez, man. This is like, one of the their cupcake matchups. I, you know, like you said, they are expensive, but um, you can still make it work with Stella, with Lamont Wade, you know, with, with Evan Longoria, Yaz at the bottom. You can just make this thing work, so uh, I'm in on the Giants. I, I would have played them if I couldn't make it work against Vince Velasquez. I mean, fantastic spot for them.
0: Um, Padres against Casimir? Like, I mean, Fernando Tatis is expensive. Machado is expensive, but you're getting Tommy Pham at a pretty good price. Will Myers at a good price? Um, Austin Nola at a good price at catcher. Eric Hosmer, lefty lefty, at that price, sign me up. Um, I don't mind looking here. I think this game, with the low total of this game, it's going to be low owned, and I think this is a game like if I lived in if I lived in a, a legal state, I'd be looking at the over in this game.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Definitely think, you know, there could be some fireworks here, big time late night hammer. Um, And then, you know, and when you look at the Padres, they're even more affordable than the Giants, right? You know, Cronenworth and Frazier and just big time potential for for both of these teams.
0: All right, let's play the morning grind game and then uh, we'll get out of here. Give me a guy that you're looking at under 8k to get six or more strikeouts today. Uh,
1: this one should be easy, but it's not as easy as you think. Huh. I'm going to have to go with someone I don't think is going to get it, but I just feel like he has the best skills. And that's uh, Marquez, but but I don't feel good about it.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Cole Irvin and just kind of hope I get a really left-handed heavy lineup for Seattle. like Very okay. lefty. Very, very. Give me five. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today?
1: Uh, I think if I had to go with someone, it would have to be Ian Anderson. He just seems like the only guy that I don't think that, that could possibly get there.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys are in great matchups. Hands down. I mean, I think I have to take Joe Ryan. As much as I love, I love Joe Ryan. Like, I probably played Joe Ryan two out of my three teams today. I, I really like him that much. But if I had to take someone out of this group, I mean, Corey Kluber's getting Texas. Chris Sale is Chris Sale. Walker Bueller, I guess, would be the other guy, maybe. I still Garcia. think he gets over like, 15, though. Yeah, I still think he gets over 15, too. Even if he gives up a couple bombs and cores, he still gets there. But... Um, give me a guy over 4K to hit a home run that's not in course today.
1: Oh, let's go. I might have to go to the San Francisco game, man. Uh, give me Brandon
0: Crawford. I like it. I'm going to go Mr. 35. Rafael Defers is going to hit his 35th home run today. Um, Over uh, under under 4K to get two hits not in course. Um, I got two today. That's I've fine. A, Bring it on, Will. People keep stealing my cheap bat. I got two today. I made sure to well, write I, down I, two. I, I know, I know
1: what I know who one of them is. So I'm not going to take your guy. Um, uh, give me, give me Alex Verdugo if if he cracks the lineup as a bonus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand my bonus to Steve. I'm gonna copycat you today. Uh not in course gimme or his Solaire.
0: Yeah, I like solar a lot. Um, he was one of the guys. My two guys today were McCutcheon and Soler. We already knew I was gonna take McCutcheon. I'm guessing that's yeah, what I thought of. Yeah, that take. yeah,
1: McCutcheon for sure. <laughs> yeah, and hey, you know I'm so, gonna have McCutcheon because they owe me unless they anyway, they they just they owe me.
0: Yeah, but don't forget about Soler, it's a great spot today and this guy's been hitting much better um, since he came over to Atlanta. Uh, got out of Kansas City and just—I mean—it it changes people sometimes. Playing, playing for something. Uh, give me a sack to score six or more runs today. Um,
1: i I'm, honestly I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going with the Giants, man. It's just, yeah, it's just what such a great matchup.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like that a lot. Um, I'm going to go kind of a little off the board today and go Cardinals. Don't forget about the Cardinals to get Brent, Brett Anderson today. Oh, that's it, Well, Got any uh, got any final thoughts for the people today?
1: Nah, man. Enjoy, enjoy this sports nirvana, and uh, I'll catch you guys next time.
0: Make sure you guys head on over to the NFL Food for Thoughts, Luch and Will. Um, it was it wasn't you this week though, right? It was yeah, I, I,
1: I had to run out of town. I, I had a family emergency, so, Dre, yep, so and Dre was coming on anyway, so it just worked out.
0: Yep. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, awesome, awesome podcast uh, each and every week. I have to go listen to week three. Um, but I mean, I like what you guys have done for week two and week one. So make sure you guys are checking that out. NFL food for thought that can be found with a lot of other stuff over there on the RG daily fantasy football podcast feed on iTunes. Make sure you guys are checking that out. And if for some reason you haven't subscribed to the morning grind feed, uh, make sure you guys check that (laughs) out. Um, do it. (laughs) That's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.